Yeah, it's A everyone. This is Kelvin, and this is episode 34 of Res Metal Podcast. On this episode, I go solo. Uh, I don't have a interview or a guest on this episode, but I just want to talk about a recent show I attended. I went to the Soulfly uh, Tempe show on Saturday, September 25th, and that show was part of the 25th anniversary D'Lo Memorial Show, and that took place at Marquee Theater in Tempe, Arizona. Um, for those that don't know, that uh, the D'Lo Memorial uh, refers to Max Cavalera's stepson, Dana Wells, who passed away in 1996. He... Uh, was tragically killed in a car accident. Um, and during that time, Max Cavalera was touring with the original Sepultura lineup, and I believe they were on a European tour. And when the news uh, reached Max Cavalera and his wife, Gloria Cavalera, who was the manager of Sepultura at the time, uh, so when that news reached them, you know, they had to leave the Sepultura tour in Europe and then fly back and attend to, you know, the recent um, passing of Dana Wells. And that actually um, caused a rift between uh, the Sepultura members and Max and Gloria. And um, if I read the book you know, Max Cavalera's uh, biography and kind of, I guess the story was that Sepultura actually wanted to um, fire Gloria Cavalera as their manager. And then Max Cavalera was kind of torn between Sepultura and his wife. And so Max Cavalera, you know, chose to leave Sepultura and stay with his wife. And um, yeah, Sepultura moved on without them. And during that time, uh, Max Cavalera actually formed Soulfly. Um, and so, yeah, that was kind of the story behind the D'Lo Memorial. But, um, yeah, the, so this, uh, this show in particular, you know, included the Soulfly as the headliner and then Go Ahead and Die, which is uh, Max Cavalera and Igor Jr.'s death metal hardcore band and was their first ever live appearance so i was really stoked on that and one of the big reasons i wanted to go to the show um also insight which included richie cavalera which is max cavalera's son and then healing magic which is um igor jr's band uh also some of the local openers included uh ocean harvest um uh you know, native band, um, well, band that consists mostly of uh, um, members of the, you know, Gila River um, Pima Reservation uh, members, and also uh, Saint Breaker and Shadow Guilt. So um, yeah, on Saturday I I left uh, Fort Defiance around um, I want to say like twelve forty five one o'clock. And uh wasn't exactly sure when um the show was gonna start. I remember seeing the the event post on social media that you know four thirty was gonna be the start time. So 
I was shooting for 4.30 to arrive, and then um, I got to Phoenix, Tempe, around 4.30, and then I was thinking, like, you know, 4.30, the venue would open, and then the show would start at 5, and so uh, I got in around 5, and just as I walked in, um, Shadow Guilt was um, just starting, so I'm sorry to say I missed Ocean Harvest and Saint Breaker, which kind of bummed me out. Uh, I was really looking forward to Ocean Harvest just because, um, you know, Ocean Harvest, uh, I got tickets through Ocean Harvest. Um, so shout out to them for, um, you know, providing, uh, tickets and, um, yeah, if you don't support Ocean Harvest already, you definitely should. They're, um, I would say like a, kind of like a deathcore style of, uh, of metal and, um, yeah, they, you know, kill it, and I would, uh, you know, support them, support their social media, uh, accounts, and, uh, yeah, just, you know, listen to their music, and, you know, support them when, when they play in your area. Uh, as far as Saint Breaker, they're another local band, pretty well known in the Phoenix area. They play a style of, uh, thrash, hardcore crossover, and, um, yeah, I've seen them plenty of times, uh, opening for pretty major, uh, tours in the Phoenix area. And then Shadow Guilt, uh, never heard of Shadow Guilt until the day of that show, but yeah, they reminded me of, um, like Chimera and God Forbid, um, you know, just like a, kind of like a groove and thrash metal style of metal. And their vocalists reminded me of uh, God Forbid's vocalist, Byron Davis. So, pretty cool band. Um, but yeah, after after Shadow Guilt played, um, Healing Magic started. And Healing Magic included uh, Igor Cavalier Jr. And um, uh, they had a drummer. So, it was like a two-piece band which uh, was kind of cool, R- reminded me of the band Mantar, um, and also Black Tusk, so those two bands kind of have like a, like a sludgy, like, stoner metal uh, type of sound, but I was actually surprised they were really good, I was just like, you know, just surprised because I never heard of them, they were like really, really cool, really catchy, um, I recorded two of their songs so I'll go ahead and play that now but a really cool band I'm really hoping to um you know look into them more and uh try to pick up uh some of their music online so uh, I'm gonna play some of their music right now so check it out Thank <laughs> you. 
That was Healing Magic. Uh, definitely one of the bands that stole the show for me. Um, I looked into a more, and they have a EP called Restoration that you can stream on Spotify. So I'll leave a link on the show description. So you know, just look at the show description here on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. I'll leave a link. After Healing Magic played, um, Insight was next. And Insight is fronted by Richie Cavalera, who um, is also, you know, um, one of Max's uh, sons. And, um, yeah, really cool band, uh, groove metal slash thrash metal. 
and have played with Soulfly on a number of tours. So I definitely, you know, seen them a couple times. And yeah, they definitely have a sound that reminds me of like Devil Driver and Machine Head. Yeah, Richie definitely has a, a vocal sound that reminds me of Rob Flynn from Machine Head. Uh, yeah, really cool. Good set. Um, I kept catching myself, you know, screaming, Richie, throughout the set. Um, you know, kind of like Bob from the movie La Bamba. Um, yeah, I was like screaming Richie constantly, so I don't know if they heard me, but um, yeah, cool band. Um, I talked to him for a little bit at the merch booth. Uh, I picked up a go ahead and die shirt and, uh, Richie was, um, you know, handling the merch booth. So I got to talk to him for a little bit. So really cool, uh, really cool, friendly guy. Um, you know, had a brief interaction with him, but, uh, yeah, insights badass. I, uh, recorded, uh, uh, two tracks from them from their set. So I'm going to play it now. So check it out.
Hell yeah. That was Insight. Super heavy, super groovy band fronted by Richie Cavalera. I'll leave a link to their uh, music on the show description. Next was the historical first performance by Max Cavalera's new project, Go Ahead and Die. And uh, if you don't know who Go Ahead and Die is, um, it's a project that Max Cavalera and his son Igor Jr. uh, started uh, during the pandemic. Um, They recruited Zach Coleman on drums and... Zach Coleman uh, plays in a black metal band called Black Cursed and also in a doom metal band called Chemist. They put out the first Go Ahead and Die album over the summer, and I was able to pick up their vinyl, which is sick. Go Ahead and Die have uh, hardcore and punk elements um, within uh, like a like a death metal sound, and um, yeah, just the. The name of the band, the logo, the song titles, the lyrics are all like punk influenced. And um, yeah, uh, you know, song titles like Truckload Full of Bodies, Toxic Freedom, Prophets Pray, um, Worthless, Less Than Piss, Roadkill. Um, yeah, just super heavy. Um, a lot of uh, political slash social commentary uh, within their in their songs um yeah definitely one of the heaviest projects that max has uh put out of late last year he put out killer be killed which is cool you know pretty catchy like you know kind of like hard rock metal um but i think cavalier conspiracy is definitely underappreciated um you know the last cavalier conspiracy psychosis Uh, came out in 2017, um, probably one of the heaviest um, albums that Max has ever ever put out, and uh, still waiting for them to tour for that um, Psychosis album from uh, Cavalera Conspiracy. But uh, going back to Go Ahead and Die, um, yeah, they uh, opened the set with a truckload full of bodies, and then Toxic Freedom, and then Ice Cage, and then I, I kind of realized at that moment that they were actually playing the entire album front to back, which is fucking awesome. And, you know, I'm sorry if you weren't there, but yeah, they def- they did play the entire album and I was able to pick up their set list. And um, the story behind me get, picking up the set list was, um, you know, I just, you know, s- approached a bunch of people, you know, who were fortunate enough to grab the set list. And, you know, I just asked them, like, you know, would you be able to give me the set list for you know a certain amount of money now a couple of people said no but there's a, a young fan so shout out to the fan who was able to give me the set list and i paid an undisclosed amount of money for that just because i knew it, it was a historical moment in uh, max cavalera max cavalera's legacy so yeah i definitely wanted to own that um but yeah it was pretty fucking awesome probably my favorite set of the evening um, I recorded a couple tracks off their set, so I'm going to play it now. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out that album if you haven't. Uh, Go ahead and die. You are fucking sick. So here we go. <laughs>
shit that was a fucking awesome set i didn't realize they'd be playing the entire album and so you know i was really stoked on that but um yeah check out that entire album if you haven't uh next to finish out the deal memorial show was uh soulfly's uh, headlining set and this particular tour it was significant because uh dino Cazares was uh, filling in for lead guitar um, for Soulfly. Uh, Mark Rizzo, who was the previous lead guitarist, uh, got fired. And so, yeah, Dino got recruited to uh, play lead guitar. So it was pretty cool. Um, Yeah, so they definitely played some uh, uh, Fear Factory covers. Uh, You know, I was able to attend the Albuquerque um, show back on August 20th. And so they... During that performance, they did some Nail Bomb songs. And so, um, uh, if you don't know, Nail Bomb was a project that Max and Dino uh, formed in the mid-90s. But uh, they didn't do any Nail Bomb songs on this uh, particular performance in Tempe. Um, which is cool. I mean, you know, they, they you know, I was you know, happy to see them play some Fear Factory and um, also some old uh sepultura uh songs they played uh arise and i believe they played um one of the songs from the uh, roots uh album I'm trying to think i think it was world of shit uh i can't remember but um yeah it was a great set overall um really enjoyed it um they they played a lot of songs uh, from the first four Soulfly albums, which uh, definitely have a lot of the groove uh, and you know tribal uh, rhythms. So that was awesome. Uh, I, I loved it. You know, good good set overall. Um, yeah, um, I recorded some songs, so I definitely recorded the first uh, song, "Eye for an Eye." And then um, I, I did record the uh, uh, Sepultura song, Arise, and then um, uh, recorded the uh, Fear Factory covers. Um, overall, you know, it was just a, a, a cool um, concert and really enjoyed it uh, just because I'm a huge Soulfly fan. I mean, you know, I do play the Soulfly song ritual at the beginning of uh, my podcast, so you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, pretty, pretty big Soulfly fan and I'm probably going to support anything that Soulfly and Max Cavalier puts out. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, check out these songs. And after that, I'll go ahead and end the podcast. So if you listen this far, you know, thanks for listening and, um, yeah, take care. Um, you know, stay safe. Uh, peace out. Yeah. In the sky, to God the most high, so fly, I for a guy, for a guy, for a
and I we do this to win the tour. Are you ready? This is some fucking fear factory! Come on, motherfucker! 